You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Popped up left side. Bogarts. Whoa, juggles it and can't control it. Mullins around second, heading for third. I don't think you have any idea how fast I really am. Nobody covers. Eventually, Vasquez gets there but can't get the tag down. What a heads-up play by Mullins, who never stopped running. Do you have any idea how fast I am? And he's at third with nobody down. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Strowski and Ranja here. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat these sports books. BetQL tells you which side professional bettors are picking, provides real-time line movement, and historical betting results. Promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. We're live on 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles, and on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji with you. And uh, so Ranj, I can't believe we're here again right after the no-no. And I tweeted it out this morning. And, oh, you should have seen the reaction. I'm on Twitter at Joe0670, Ranji at Chris Ranji. Just saying, good morning. John Means is a plus 140 underdog. It's happening. Okay. Okay, so I had that reaction. But then the more I thought about it, I kind of believe it. Are, Are you still there? Are you still like, we're still getting value on this dude? I yes. Uh, okay. I, I think you can't go wrong betting the trend. And the and the trend for a month and a half now almost has been this dude is really good. <laughs> yeah. So I so maybe maybe he hits a wall eventually, but you know, I, I I there's no reason to think he's going to. You know, at some point it could happen this year, but if you bet against John Means right now, you have to know something nobody else knows. Like you got to know, he's probably talking to his people like, Hey man, my shoulder is killing me right now or something like that's the only way you can bet against him. And I, I think feel good about it is if you know something that nobody else knows, but because the dude is good, watch him pitch. He's good. The results are there. He's good. It's not a, I don't think this is a function of teams just not having a handle on him yet. There are a lot of guys that teams don't have a handle on and they do pretty well against them offensively. You know, maybe not as much this year as it would happen in the past because pitchers are dominating the season, but I just, I don't understand. Maybe the no-hitter didn't do it. Maybe the fact he threw a no-hitter amongst all the other no-hitters, he just kind of got lost in the shuffle. 
because if John Means had been the only no-hitter this year, I think we'd be talking about him a lot more. But the dude threw one, and then like two days later, somebody else threw one. And actually, <laughs> yeah, two yeah. Days, yeah, like two days later. Two more were going two, on. Two, yeah, two were going on at the same time. So I people know. sort of forget. Maybe that's what's happening here because the yeah. guy is is very good. And I saw that too, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? Um, I, I guess not. So um, for that game, Baltimore, they take on the Mets today. Yeah. And – the only thing I, I felt to make a play on was the six and a half strikeouts at plus 110. I think he'll go over in that. And and, and what did you say the, the money line this was? This is Baltimore or nothing. This is Baltimore yeah. if you're betting the full game or you walk away. It is on points. So you won't take the strikeouts? Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, Mets minus 151. Orioles plus 139. The total is mm. only six and a half. So I, I would not bet on the Mets. I would not lay, lay that much against means. But here is my case on why Baltimore is kind of a hefty underdog with means pitching. I, I guess you could say that. Okay, so Stroman's really good. We, we have to look at that. He's had success against the O's in a small sample size. A 208 FIP this year. Stroman has a 3-2-5 FIP on the season. The Mets are really good against left-handed pitching. They are number one in baseball and on base percentage at 380, and they're fifth in weighted runs created plus. And there are many betters out there that believe. Now, whether it's the facts, if data is going to back this up, I, I have to dig into that. But um, a lot of people believe you go against the pitcher after a no-hitter because the, the market is out of whack. But that doesn't jive here. That's right. not the case. Means is a big underdog. So I understand the thing. I, I People say, oh, yeah, how did Rodon do after his no-hitter? Okay, great. Your sample size of one. Fine. What That means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. This is uh, Baltimore. I'm not betting it. That That's where I'm at with him. So you're, you're not going to take the Orioles at all and you're or you're not taking the no I would either okay yeah um, um I would. Or Baltimore or nothing is what you said yes okay correct I got there's no yeah. way I'm betting on the Mets you know I'm just making the case for why they're the underdog but this much uh, I don't agree with that yeah I I understand Stroman is having a terrific season too and the two guys aren't very far off one thing Baltimore does and they're not a good offense but um they're pretty good at not striking out against right-handed pitching. So uh, there, there should be a lot of contact during the game today for them. I think they can, they could probably put enough in play to, to get a win to means. And he's just, he's pitching so in, in such a dominant way right now. I just have a very difficult time betting against him and there's no value in doing it. Like you said, you have to lay too much. If you're going to put anything on the Mets, if it were, if the numbers were flipped, then I might consider, then I would totally consider doing that. But there's just no chance I'm doing it right now. Uh, I, I don't mean to spend too much time on this game, but this whole thing is fascinating. The line in yeah. the pitching matchup, your favorite bet. Oh, man. I just saw John Means is plus the 180 to get a win. Plus 180. I mean, uh, I intriguing. mean. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. It is. So plus 180 to get a win. Uh, it's plus one ten to go over six and a half strikeouts yeah. for him. Yeah. So plus money and both. Yeah. I I know you hate the win, Joe, 
I don't know why you you hate it when pitchers get wins. I do not. I do not. You expect him to go uh, at least six? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I just that's that's kind of been the trend for him. Again, betting against the trend when it comes to a good pitcher seems like a mistake. It doesn't mean that it is always going to work out your way. It's some it at some point those trends come to an end. But I think by and large, you're going to do better if you go with the trends for the most part. Okay, Ranji. So you mentioned the K prop on means. There is a K prop in one of these early evening games that I do like. And it involves the Cubs Indians game. Mm-hmm. And most people can't wait to see the Bieber K prop every day. But I'm saying take a look on the other side. Now, Bieber is set at nine and a half. However, Alzali, five and a half, juice to the under. Under the radar completely. I think most Cubs fans have no idea that mm-hmm. Alzali has a K rate of 30 percent so far this year and his last four starts seven six seven six strikeouts i don't think the cleveland offense will knock him out of this game early so i like elsley over five and a half at plus money joe his whip is 0.88 i don't i don't think people realize how well he's actually pitching and and it's probably because he doesn't have a, a big body of work but he's throwing the ball really well right now. And this could be one of those days where the strikeout pro- the strikeout props on the over hit on both pitchers. For Bieber, yeah. it's at nine it, for Bieber, it's at nine and a half. You know the Cubs have been striking out a ton this year. And they've got some of their regulars who aren't going to be available to play. Jake Marisnik is, uh, I believe he is day to day. Uh, we know Nico Horner is out. Jason Hayward is day to day. So you got a couple of guys who may not be in the lineup today. They might be going with um, a, you know, a, a fairly decent bench lineup today. Um, so for a team that strikes out a lot, as it is already, I, I mean, I could see Bieber very easily getting to 10 punch-outs today. So this yep. could be one of those days both pitchers take the over um, in the K-prop. Philadelphia, Washington. The Nationals minus 124 favorites. Phillies plus 116 Total of nine. The pitching matchup is intriguing. Chase Anderson for Philly, Eric Fetty for Washington, because Anderson has had his issues against the Nats. Right. 101 at bats. They're hitting 324, a 952 OPS. And Fetty's been really good against Philly. 98 at bats, 224 average, a 782 OPS. However, Ranji, when you take a deeper dive, the 618 FIP scares me. Yeah, that's the thing. These are two of the worst offenses against right-handed pitching this year. Um, But despite that, I'm almost, I'm leaning toward the the over, as as far as the total today, the over is nine, and that's a minus 105. And it's for one of the reasons you mentioned, Anderson has just been pretty bad against Washington. Uh, Fetty's been... Average a little bit. Well, I, I'd say he's been about average, maybe a little bit below average against uh, the Phillies so far in his career. So maybe taking the over. And and again, I'm not totally sold on this, but if I'm making a play, I'm leaning that direction. And I think the price is pretty good on it as well. Or this is something I don't normally do, um, but the first five run line in the Nationals' okay. favor is plus one hundred five. So all I have to do is be up by a run. Uh, in the first five. Uh, so I kind of like that as well. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, yeah. 
I was definitely looking at the Washington side. The fifth does scare me a little bit, but yeah. uh, the exit velo is pretty good. It's only 87 for Fetty against Philadelphia. So right. I, I would look at the Washington side or possibly the over, like you mentioned. Uh, I'm not a totals guy, but here's one that kind of jumped out to me. Oakland and Boston. Chris Bassett going against Nathan Eovaldi. Bassett, terrific this year, a 3-2-0 FIP. Same deal for Eovaldi, a 205 mm-hmm. FIP, 3-2-6 XFIP. I know these offenses are strong, but I was a little surprised that the total is up at eight and a half. I was I was leaning under there. I, I was too. You got two pretty good pitchers going head to head today. Both of them are good at striking out the opponent. Bassett has been really good. He's at 43 strikeouts. He's got 12 walks so far this year. So in looking at this game, again, I'm I'm on the strikeout prop with him. It's only five and a half for him. And he has not gone under seven strikeouts. Since what I think it's been a month now, yeah, May, May, no, April 12th. So we're going on a month that he has not gone under seven strikeouts for so for him to get to six today, that should not be all that difficult. And the A's are the underdog in the game, um, they're they're a plus 112 underdog. So I, I kind of like putting money on the A's. I certainly like the strikeout prop for Bassett because I, I think he's probably being undervalued today. Yeah, it's definitely lower because uh, Boston has the third high, third lowest strikeout rate, but it is at 22%. So they're, right. they're down there with the Angels, not quite the Astros level, uh, but with the Padres, those are the teams that don't strike out a ton. But you're not asking for a lot, and I believe the over 5.5 is also plus money, correct? Yeah, it's 110. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that makes sense. It's pretty good price. AL Central, Kansas City and Detroit. I know they're not great teams, but let's talk about this matchup because Matthew Boyd has a large, large sample size against the Royals, and it is a bad sample size, Ron. (laughs) It is so terrible. They are hitting 365 against him. They have a 1,000 OPS, and it's not one or two guys that are hitting him. Whit Merrifield is hitting 521 in 48 at-bats with 10 extra base hits. Hunter Dozier. He's hitting 476 with a couple of homers against him. Benintendi has done well. Solaire, and I know it's 18 plate appearances, but his on base is over 500. What do we do here? We got to find a way to back the Royals, right? Well, uh, yeah, and it's it's hard to do for a team that's lost eight in a row. You kind of yeah. don't want to hitch your wagon to that. Um, yeah. Here's I'm getting nuts today, Joe. I'm getting okay. nuts. Uh, Whit Merrifield to get an RBI. You mentioned his numbers. He's 25 of 51. Like he's he, he, like he's legit against him with eight runs batted in against uh Boyd. I'm going with him to get an RBI today at plus 105. He's going to drive in one run. So that that's the that's the only thing I can do to bet Kansas City. At some point their losing streak's going to come to an end. By the yeah. way, congratulations once again to Kansas City for being in the we're going to win the division conversation for a month. I know you were chuckling about that over the weekend when they were playing the White Sox. But even me, who bet on the Royals, I never thought they were going to win the division. We keep looking for other teams. Okay, since it's not going to be the Sox, well, maybe it's just the White Sox. We'll talk about their game coming up in the second half of today's MLB card next. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji on the BetQL Audio Network. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In the air, deep to right field. Paven Smith backing up near the wall. Paven has got it! And the Diamondbacks win the ball game. Paven Smith takes a home run away. And it's a 5-2 D-backs win. What a way to win that one. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Raji here. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. As always, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. You can also watch it, listen live on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. So make sure you're subscribed. You can also check out You Better You Bet later on. In the day, uh, you had me thinking uh, with, with all these Royals hitters that do well against Matthew Boyd. And I like your prop on Whit Merrifield. And I was uh, shopping around during the break. Hunter Dozier's got a couple of bombs against mm-hmm. him. Pretty small sample size. You can find Dozier at plus 400 to hit a home run tonight. Like these, these things. I'm kind of frustrated because I love the Merrifield angle. And we talked about him hitting 521 against him in a 48 at bat sample size. And then yeah. after after Boyd, you also get uh, that Detroit bullpen, which should be a lot of fun for Merrifield. And he's going to get the plate appearances. Um, I wish some of the legal books that I deal with that are that are available to me in Illinois had total bases posted in the morning. I only see BetMGM. What do you think the total basis for Whit Merrifield today is? Oh. For today, uh, uh, I thought it would be higher. I'll I'll say like that. like oh so you you have a number already? Yeah, yes. I it's would at, say it's at BetMGM, which is not here. No, they they put it at one and a half, and I don't what? know if that's that's just like an automatic <laughs> thing. They just do an automatic thing where it's okay. Oh. That's that's his average. They're that's what they're going to do. It's juiced to the under. I'm like, why can't mm. I bet this? I'd love to bet with Merrifield over one today. and a half. Yeah, to get yeah. to second base. <laughs> yes, to get uh, yeah, to second okay. base today. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. I was thinking yeah. like you know five, maybe four, but okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, so the dude's what twenty five of fifty one, or he's got fifty one plate appearances and twenty five hits. It's yeah. either fifty one uh, PAs or fifty one ABs. Either way, that's I mean that's a huge number uh, to be able to to hit over five hundred through that many at bats, and you've got eight runs batted in during that that span. So, you know, you're talking about, and this is just quick math, and I could be wrong, but you're talking about an RBI like every six opportunities? About? He has, he has 10 extra base hits, too. Yeah, I so I love my prop on that one. Anyways, yeah, I, I love yeah. it, too. 
I love it too. So maybe one day I'll be able to bet that on that in Illinois. I have a few oh, issues yeah. with Illinois. Maybe I'll talk about that later on because uh, the lawmakers are taking a victory lap in the state. They're even tweeting at me. I'm like, all right, slow down, buddy. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Let's let's. Uh, why, why don't you worry about the in-person registration first? Second half of the card for today. Why don't we start with St. Louis Milwaukee? I like I like this matchup. I I think it's. We have interesting angles on both sides. Your guy, KKK, go for the mm -hmm. cards. Cards are slight dogs here. Terrific season for him with a 265 FIP so far. Uh, Freddie Peralta probably doesn't get his just due because he's the third best pitcher in the rotation for Milwaukee. And what's interesting is the Brewers are really good against left handed pitching. They don't have much offense, but they're good against lefties. They're top five in on base, OPS, way to run to create a plus. They strike out a lot against lefties. They strike out yeah, a lot good. against all pitchers, which is a bit of a problem here. But the Brewers are a little bit of a favorite here. Last I saw, minus 116, St. Louis plus 108. Uh, I was leaning St. Louis just because KKK has been so strong this season. What do you think? Well, because you mentioned that number, um, they are good offensively against left-handers, except for them striking out a lot. About 29% of the time, they're going to strike mm -hmm. out. The strikeout prop for for KK today is four and a half, and that is at. I apologize if I did. No, no, it's it's. I want to make sure I didn't throw an extra K in there. I don't. I don't think you did. Um, okay, but he 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 goes by KK. He likes that. Um, he's he he likes that nickname, or he's he told reporters last year that he likes being called KK. So it's uh, a little uncomfortable. It, it is. You got to be, be careful how you do it. No, you're you're 100 right. Um, but he does like the nickname, and he has been pretty good with that so far this year. A 3.06 ERA. I don't know if the Cardinals win, but I am looking at the money line right now at plus 116. Um, they're the underdog in the game today, and and it's probably because yeah. Peralta, like you mentioned, strikes out a ton. His 53 Ks to 17 walks so far this season. But the strikeout prop I really like is Kim's today. Um, just because you're going to get a high strikeout total when you got a lefty going against Milwaukee generally. And I think it'd be fairly easy to get to 5Ks for him today. Also, Peralta has had some struggles against this card's lineup. 66 plate appearances and a 6-8-4 FIP. So that's why I'm I'm a little surprised that the Cardinals are the underdog. I mean, I I, I get yeah. it. His numbers overall are good, Peralta's, but the Cardinals have been playing really good baseball. And we were talking about the trends. And just because a team is on a winning streak or has won a lot of games recently, they they've won eight of their last ten. They've won um, their last three games overall. Their run differentials plus twenty three. That's a hot baseball team right now. So yeah. betting on them and for them to be an underdog today, even in Milwaukee, that's uh, I think there's a little bit of value there in them. Okay, so when I was looking at it earlier, Kim's strikeout prop was not available. What did you say that you see it at? Four and a half. Yeah, that's enticing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Unless it changed. Right. No, it um, is. It, right now, it points bet. it's four and a half plus 100 on points yep. bet on the over. Yep. That makes a Let's lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. I like it. Uh, when is Dylan Cease going to stop being so great? Is that going to happen anytime soon? Uh, never, Joe. My it's goodness. never going to happen. Anybody expect this? 32% strikeout rate, a 281 FIP in the middle of May? Um, I don't think that I expected this, no. 
I think it was a little rough early on in the season, maybe his first start or two, if I remember correctly, but um, he's been getting it done. 237 ERA. Um, so for today's game, and I don't think the strikeout props are up for him. At least they weren't when I checked about an hour ago. Um, they are not. They are not. Okay. So they're still not up right now. Um, but I would be interested in his K props, see where they have him. Like he's I said, smashing him. He's been, yeah. I think the last time we, I think last Friday when we did a show, I forgot what last week when uh, he was starting, they had it at five and a half and he crushed oh, it. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah. If, if it's at five and a half again, I'd be very interested in taking the over there. So, this is the one thing I did like was the first five White Sox are a minus one fifteen favorite, mm-hmm. and I I think that's pretty good. I mean, obviously, it'd be cool if it were plus money, but it's not going to be with C's pitching. You know, they're clearly going to be the favorite, and I like the first five. Honestly, I would like the Sox. They're a um, a minus one twelve favorite in the game today. They got a really good bullpen too, so if they have a lead early. And if that first five works out for them, it's probably going to stand to reason they will hang on to that lead. I mean, they've had a couple of adventurous finishes, but they're still generally getting the job done uh, when the ball gets turned over to the bullpen. So I like the Sox in that first five, and I kind of like them as the favorite at 112. So be careful when you look at young pitchers with a small sample size against an opponent because the guy's just learning. Is This was supposed to be his break through year and so far that's what we're seeing right um but maybe some people will back minnesota uh when they take a look at his numbers against the twins that is cease they're hitting 393 and he's got a 916 fip against him it's we're talking about a 33 plate appearances probably a couple starts whatever but mm-hmm. maybe that's why uh there will be some cease value and white Sox value Right. And and I think things could even out for him as as time goes on, but right now I'm 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 still going with the trend of him pitching really well. The White Sox are a pretty good team. I, I think they're very clearly now and look, I know baseball's weird. Weird stuff happens, so it's it's hard to predict a lot of times how a season is going to go, but even with their injuries, they're the best team in that division. And, yep. and I think if you've got Eloy and Robert, Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert, if you have both of them available to you for the five, six months of the season, you know, guys sometimes will go on the DL, so it wouldn't be crazy if it was only five months they were available. You have those guys for five to six months. I'm not going to say you're running away from the, with the division, but you are, I think, winning fairly comfortably if you have them. I mean, even without them, I still think they have the best roster. They got the best pitching for sure. Why is Shohei Otani a plus I don't know. 148 underdog I don't know, today? Dude. I don't know. I don't know. The Angels are a, a plus 143 underdog. I don't get it. I looked at that and thought, is that right? That can't be I right. Know. Nope. That's what okay. I kept saying. I'm like, I don't get it. It's a 36% strikeout rate. And I get it that McCullers gets some respect. Understandable. Um, Astros don't strike out. Maybe that's part of it. But it's not like. McCullers is Garrett Cole here. He's a, four, a FIP of four. He's a good pitcher. I like right. him. I've bet on him many times. He's good. But Shohei Otani's better, even though he won't <laughs> pitch deep into the game. And just why are they? They're now plus 148. It's go, it, People are back in the Astros this morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's information out there I have not privy to. Yeah, there, there could be. And uh, 
it's it's funny because the narrative, or at least the thing that we've talked about a lot in this first month and a half of the season, is how people still don't bet on the Astros. Like the Astros are are dogs all the time. And not why today. is that? Because they're a pretty good team, but not today against Shohei Otani. And maybe it is because he's probably not going to pitch deep. He's not going to punch out a ton. So maybe there's a, you know, there's some thinking that if the Astros who don't strike out a lot themselves anyway, make a lot of contact, they're probably going to beat him. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I, I, I can't really understand, but I think there's a ton of value in a plus 148. Now you said that number keeps climbing. Um, yeah, I just I I like that. I know the Angels are look, they're I, I'm not gonna call them a mess because they're certainly not a mess. They're just not they are not maximizing a couple of the best. They have two legitimate MVP candidates on their team. Their they shouldn't be so good. Yes, they should not as a team be struggling to the extent they struggle. They should be so much better than this. And I still do think I'm with you. I I, I think they're gonna make a run for the division i think they're going to be better than two games under 500 which is where they are now but they should be in the conversation now they should be up where the astros and a's are there are some very appealing underdogs today hopefully they cash but uh including the angels it wouldn't surprise me if they end up going on some sort of a run joe ostrowski chris ranji this is betql daily coming up next We'll check in with our friend Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. He's been doing a lot of work on NFL win totals and futures. So keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.